0: Welcome back, all you beautiful people, to Booze and Buffy, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one by one. We will be spoiling the episode that we are currently talking about, as well as previous episodes, but we will remain spoiler-free of details from future episodes. I'm Jason, and I'm wondering where on earth you can actually buy Enchanted Sand? And wearing a leather corset, I'm Harrison. Jason. Ew. <laughs> Don't say ew, fuck you. (laughs) I mean, sexy. Thank you. Uh, Jason, what episode are we watching today? We are watching season three, episode 16, Doppelgangland, which is one of the best episode titles ever. I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, This is the one where we get two willows and one of them might be gay or both of them might be gay. (laughs) Uh, Doppelgangland was written and directed by Joss Whedon, and originally aired on February 23rd, 1999. So, Jason, I don't know if you know this, but we have a, we have a special guest this week. Really, Harrison? Who could it possibly be in this time of pandemic? Uh, so, listeners, please welcome back to the podcast, uh, Grace Eddie Carmichael Robertson the third. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, you gave him my full name. Now people can find me. <laughs> who, came, who came up with that? Was it Chelsea? That would be Chelsea. Yeah. That—that that is the product <laughs> of her strange brain. Because she could not remember my middle name, which is not Eddie, and it is not Carmichael. Nor am I the third of my line.
0: I think I remember it, but I it's been a while since I've even thought about what your middle name is. Wow. Why? Okay. Hateful. Is it is it Camille? Is it Camille? Maybe. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>! ha! That's yes!
1: <laughs> Hello, listeners! <laughs>
0: Um, I'm already a point ahead of you guys in this in this podcast.
1: Oh, you guys keep score now. Uh, what are the rules?
0: Apparently, I yeah. Jason just Harrison's often losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jason, I I can't see you. What are you drinking? I'm actually just drinking a, a nice glass of Pinot Noir. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I believe it's a fancy Pinot Noir. Because the bottle is really hard to open, and I think that... I mean, for all so I, I think know, that yes, the...
1: that's how you judge the quality of a wine, sure. Hey,
0: the, i I've always considered that the harder it is to open a bottle of wine, the higher quality it is. I mean, that's fair.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you want the good stuff, you should have to put effort in, really.
0: <laughs> Harrison and Grace, what are you all drinking? Well, I decided to honor Anya. Uh, with a beer. <laughs> so, uh, I'm drinking a yingling. Also, a beer right. felt like... It's like one o'clock on a Sunday, so a beer felt like okay. Gee.
1: Thanks, Harrison. <laughs> uh, hey, it's five,
0: it's five o'clock somewhere.
1: I am, I am honoring myself by having a hard drink. Um, <laughs> I've got a, a lovely bourbon and ginger beer going on. Um, it's a nice imported Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer. You can hear oh, sound. I've had that before.
0: Ah. Uh, so, Grace, will you lead us in a toast?
1: Yes. I remember how <laughs> this works. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: That's where we are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I had the visual for this. It was
1: just as sad as it sounded. <laughs>
0: Um, so, Grace, are you happy that we asked you to be on this episode when the last episode you were on was just the saddest one ever?
1: I mean, yeah, I, obviously, I'm always overjoyed (laughs) when you ask me to be a guest. It's basically one of the highlights of my existence. Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm gonna reveal a lot of truths today.
0: I'm going to say I'm a, I'm not 100% in love with your tone there, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know what you mean. Um, yes, I'm, you know, uh, I'm so happy to be here for this episode. Um, I feel like my track record for episodes so far has been a little all over the place. <laughs> starting with iRobotUJane, whatever the fuck yeah. that was. <laughs> and then moving on into um, the loss of our dear training calendar
0: poor one out. but this but don't this wait, one don't is call. this is such a fun episode mm-hmm. though it is i was just like grinning from ear to ear throughout it it's one of my favorites <laughs> oh yeah there were like so many laugh out loud moments in this episode and it's it and i mean Almost all of this... Almost all the credit goes to Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Just the all-star player in this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like, for me, coming in to watch this episode with no context from the rest of the season, because I have not been doing a full rewatch of Buffy, I just pop in every once in a while. Like, there are so many little things that I had forgotten about, um, like Cordelia and Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> forgot that that was a thing yep um, yep yeah no it was it, this is a very fun episode
0: <sighs> well uh where does this episode kick off in a crypt of course where else? if it's if it's not a graveyard it's a crypt or a mausoleum or hell a pyramid <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair though do we know that it's a crypt it's just a scary, dark place with a demon inside. Not necessarily a crypt.
0: Not necessarily. I think that I think that's like Webster's definition of <laughs> crypt. Or maybe like a, last week, that book Words, that's the definition of crypt. <laughs> oh my god. So, Grace, to fill you in, um, last week there was just a book on a shelf behind Giles that's title was just Words.
1: Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> right.
0: We assumed it was some kind of off-brand dictionary that did not Here's what I really wonder
1: about that, though. Was that somebody from the props department just (laughs) bored out of their fucking mind? (laughs) Or did they just happen to have a book called Words in this library that they used as a set?
0: I looked it up and could not find a book called Words.
1: Harrison, we're writing a book together. All right. It will be called Words.
0: No subtitle. Obviously. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. I love subtitles.
1: Strangely enough, though, the book will be filled with numbers. Oh. <laughs> Meta. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man. Uh, so this is actually the first time we get to see the demon Dahfren. De De does she? He, uh, does she name him? Does she call him by his name? I don't think so not. because I was specifically th- yeah. listening
1: because I liked the name DeHoffren.
0: It is a good name. Yeah, when I was watching it, um, I thought to myself, "Oh, is this DeHoffren for the first time?" And uh, they never said it. And then I looked it up on the Buffy Wiki, and it's like, "Oh, the demon De Hoffren. I'm Like, yay! It's I was so right funny about something. How few appearances DeHoffren actually has across the series. Um, I think he's in like five episodes tops. But that sounds
1: like a lot, even um, to me. I don't uh, know.
0: I don't know. I just I feel like he gets named in a show where people die constantly. (laughs) 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 So uh, so yeah, Anya returning from the wish. um, Anya. She (laughs) is really upset. She's begging her boss. Uh, to let her go back and retrieve her necklace that was her power center that Giles destroyed back in the Wish. Um, she's mad because she's mortal, which is that really, really specific enunciation. Of, <laughs> you must pronounce course. the T in
1: mortal. Um, she's also
0: failing math. She's failing math. Oh
1: man, girl, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> mortal, immortal, whatever you are. Math
0: is hard. <laughs> Math is <laughs> Um To like, bitch, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and um She's basically like, fuck you. I'm gonna find someone super de duper de powerful to help me get my amulet and my powers back.
1: Cut to the fluffiest willow. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, she is so fluffy. That that sweater just
1: for the whole episode. She's fluffy, but I think she first appears in this like little red velvet romper kind of thing, mm-hmm. or that probably isn't cool enough to be a romper. It's definitely just overalls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, she's floating a CGI pencil. That's <laughs> one this um this, uh, th- this kind of like becomes the. Uh, the calling card of early power early magic powers willow mm-hmm. the floating the pencil i even have a shirt that um depicts willow floating a pencil while she's reading a spell book that's um, awesome. um, i don't yeah. think i've seen it's that the one. one um it's the one where uh, all the buffy characters are uh, look like peanuts characters oh
1: okay.
0: i just not, we've seen yeah. that i guess i just haven't paid enough attention to willow it's
1: like a cardinal sin, dude. I don't think I can be your friend anymore.
0: That's like the com- thats like the complete opposite tone of this episode. <laughs> yeah. You gotta pay attention to Willow. <laughs> Buffy's doing crunches, um, and Willow wants to know why she's exercising because this isn't Buffy naturally. Buff, buff. Yeah. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> uh,
1: I'd be upset at that if Willow weren't so damn cute. <laughs> It should be
0: illegal. <laughs> they um... apparently, uh, yeah, apparently, there's going to be a uh, the Watchers Council and fucking male patriarchy bullshit is um uh, doing a slight slay- is doing a battery of tests for the Slayers, and Buffy is after everything that's happened in the past couple weeks. Buffy is determined to be better than Faith. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really does feel like they're doing a bunch of tests for faith that they're making Buffy participate in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know, maybe maybe Buffy's volunteered to do this just so she can be better than Faith. <laughs> I mean, competition is healthy sometimes. Yes. <laughs> hey, Willow said it, which means that it's true. <laughs> um Willow gets upset. Just like how she's totally cool about uh, talking about fate. Yeah, yeah she's, totally chill. She's so chill that she launches her pencil into a tree.
1: That gives me so much anxiety. <laughs>
0: the pencil <laughs> like is mightier than the sword.
1: <laughs> it
0: could have been Orph- Rachel Duncan's eye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You got that
1: right before I did. Or Orphan from Black-, Orphan Black Style, she could have blinded someone, not with science, but with magic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, this... Like Rachel Rachel was blinded by science. That tree was stabbed by magic. I hate
1: it when I get stabbed by magic. It's the worst.
0: Constantly, constantly a thorn in my side.
1: Yeah, Harrison, we really need to talk to John about that. I know.
0: Are you sure it's not like a pencil in your side? <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, they're uh, graphite now. And Harrison, last week, uh, you were kind of wondering where Principal Snyder was. And here well, he is, he's back, forcing Willow to breed. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe, knowledge. You know there are a lot of lines we alluded to it with, like the buff buff line. That I do think out of a less capable actor it would be so cringy. Like Willow's "You want us to breed" line is so funny because Allison Hannigan injects it with just the right amount of, like, I don't want to say, like, (laughs) naivete, but...
1: She's just, yeah, like, worried innocence, (laughs) because she wholeheartedly (laughs) believes that that's what he's asking her to do, and she's, like, I feel like the implication is, like, I mean, I guess I'll do it, but... (laughs) Really?
0: (laughs) Oh, poor Willow, she can't be a pushover. (laughs) She's got to stand up for herself, especially if somebody's telling her to breed with somebody else. But Snyder's basically telling Willow to do the exact the exact same thing that he told her to do and go fish. Yeah. And tutor, uh, tutor the school's basketball player um, Percy West, who something something very good basketball stats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I know. I know so little about basketball, which is honestly one of the reasons why I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Uncut Gems, because it uses a lot of basketball terminology, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm excited. <laughs> uh, but um, oh, And also, uh, also Snyder makes a reference to Go Fish as well, because he says, like, oh, after last year's debacle with the swim team... We need, we, we need the state championship in basketball. I agree. That was a debacle. <laughs> Ooh, every single way. That was
1: one instance where coming in, I was reminded of something in the Buffyverse that I wish I hadn't been reminded of. It's like, oh yeah, I, I forgot that that episode existed and I was better off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are very few episodes when I'm doing like a full rewatch that I'm like maybe i'll skip that one and go fish is one of those episodes yeah uh willow's not too high on doing this um but uh she goes and she goes to the library and starts talking to buffy about it she says i wish people wouldn't just uh wouldn't just try to like take control of all of my time and make me do whatever they want to which then giles immediately walks in and says, oh, Willow, I want you to try to break into the mayor's files again. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Honestly,
1: though, again, like, shit, I feel that. On a, <laughs> on a spiritual level. Like, fuck.
0: <laughs> the comedic timing in this episode is so good. Mm-hmm. It's... You know, we live in a world where you don't always want to say positive things about Joss Whedon because he's a bit of an asshole. But he is yep. an asshole who's good at what he does. Like, this is a good script. It is really well directed. Um. So, yeah.
1: Was... You may have already said this, and I wasn't paying attention because I was drinking. <laughs> was Joss Whedon, like... Um, intimately involved with this episode like did he write it you wrote it okay sorry writer and director i wasn't paying attention (laughs) seven minutes ago when you said that i'm sorry
0: when it went a little more on the booze than the buffy side of the podcast
1: (laughs) i was just which actually by the clinking of the ice in my glass
0: which actually uh last time we the three of us were recording an episode I got a lot further to the booze side of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, our band candy episode was that way too. (laughs) To
1: be fair, it was band candy. You probably needed it.
0: I'm pretty sure that was like the episode where I was also drinking one of my White Russians. So (laughs) that's a nice little uh, kick in the pants. Um, Yeah. So Faith and Wesley um, are coming in, uh, and Faith just like done the running and whatever other crap they wanted to do <laughs> she
1: had done the running
0: oh <laughs> uh, you know you know me my lexicon is quite diverse <laughs> words um, <laughs> words i need that words book um well your birthday's coming it, up okay so <laughs> it's a little ways away have time. grace Grace's is closer than mine it's
1: true but do i need a book of words <laughs>
0: I don't know. Only you can answer that.
1: No, that's the answer. <laughs> See,
0: here's the thing, though, Jason. In my brain, though, I consider your birthday closer because your birthday is part of Halloween season, and for me, Halloween season starts in August. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're just <laughs> so you're just completely Wait, disregarding Grace's so does August that birthday. So
1: mean that my birthday is part of the Halloween season? Yes. Interesting. Interesting.
0: I start planning Halloween on August 1st. I, like, I start... Bullshit! You do it, like, on, on November 1st. No, I... I mean, I start, Wait, like, thinking so about what do you mean by it. planning
1: Halloween? Halloween the day or Halloween the, your horror movie month, the song? Both. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, I start thinking about that basically all year round. But August 1st is when I actually sit down, pull up my Excel spreadsheet... Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, August 1st, it's where you ruin Halloween. I, it's not ruined for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. anyway um, that show we're, we're supposed to be talking about? You, uh,
0: you know, this scene baffles me a little bit because Faith is just kind of, Everybody's just kind of... It seems like they're going along with ignoring what happened last week when, you know, Wesley tried to capture Faith and, uh everybody had moments where they're like, hey, Faith, calm down. Everybody's <laughs> just totally cool with her being, you know, just around them. So, I, I don't know. It seems a little weird. I do think, I think there's a bit of, because, um, you know, obviously they're forcing Faith to take these, like, competency tests, I guess. Um And she's willingly going along with it. So I feel like, everyone's like okay we're in a stable place we're not gonna rock this boat of course not knowing that faith is all about rocking boats (laughs) but yeah um so wesley is of course extremely winded he's wearing a fucking Um, sweater and like
1: oh no sweater vest
0: vest. but he's also very bad at what he does (laughs) continuing trend um, it, but you know what? He actually has a decent moment at the end of this episode. Does he? <laughs> sort of like it's
1: a halfway decent moment, immediately undercut by a not decent moment.
0: <laughs> so like a so you know a Xander moment. Uh, don't make me think about Xander. <laughs> what is, he's he's in this episode. We're gonna have to he, think about him eventually. Yeah, but <laughs> can we talk but, about uh, Giles and his like lollipop?
1: Yes, please. Let's talk about Giles and his lollipop.
0: Giles has a lot It's the only snack I enjoyed it, it. It, it. It's the only snack you can have in a in a high school.
1: <laughs> this is just a further sign of his rebellion from the Watchers Council. Fuck <laughs> you know those old guys! I'm gonna have a lollipop.
0: It's fucking a it's sexy. <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> sorry, but there was Buffy- a really
1: awkward silence after that. But I just want to clarify, we weren't disagreeing with you, we were
0: just like, yeah, yeah, totally. But Buffy ends up uh, going off with Wesley to go do the training. Meanwhile, Faith decides to, very not subtle at all, try to figure out what Willow's up to, and Willow just says, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to break into the mayor's files, and and Faith's like, "Oh, really? How you doing it? Will you be able to do it? Can you do it?" <laughs> it very much feels like, um, like Pinky in the Brain. It's like, "What are you doing this week, Willow?" Same thing I do every week. Break to the Mayor's secret files. And uh, this then cuts to uh, Faith in her new digs that have been uh, provided to her by Mayor Wilkins. This is a nice apartment it's very nice it has yeah. a playstation <laughs> dude you could play you're ready for so much tekken crash bandicoot metal gear solid spyro the dragon these are
1: all things that i recognize and know
0: <laughs> what game do you think is like fate's go-to i think it's crash it's, bandicoot really i was gonna say tekken because that's when you get to like beat the shit out of people but, but, I mean, if we want to go with, um, if we want to go with, uh, vampire slaying, then, uh, gotta be, like, Blood Omen Legacy of Cain. See, I feel like that's what she gets to do in, like, her regular life. So when she's relaxing. She but she game. loves it, Harrison! Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> uh, I love when she starts jumping on the bed and he says shoes "Uh, shoes shoes." (laughs) i love when he's um he's basically just like this is your new place it's gonna be great i love you so much you're like a daughter to me now let's kill your little friend (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm a family man (sighs) it's
1: such a wholesome relationship they're evil it's upsetting (laughs) yeah
0: it's like it's it's like a nice glass of milk tinged with murder
1: you know just <laughs> just like a drop of arsenic just just a drop just one
0: i i do love how he's like don't worry don't worry i'm not gonna make you kill her you know we're gonna work our way to that he's
1: he's such a nice it's
0: guy. too early in the relationship to ask her to kill her <laughs> yeah he also really doesn't appreciate faith calling him a sugar daddy which i also appreciate yes yes <laughs> Yeah, Daddy wasn't cool with that. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so, back at the school, um, Oz hugs Willow, and he's like, oh, gosh, why am I hugging you? And I commented, it's because she looks like a giant fucking stuffed animal. She's so <laughs> puffy. So, this one that she's wearing. The mystery
1: of the Skirts.
0: Is... Oh, wait. Willow's wait. wardrobe, the episode. Hold on, actually. Is this the pink fluffy one?
1: No, this is the pre-that one, I think. Okay, good.
0: Because... So, yeah, it's like this knit purple... It's
1: the one with the weird eye thing yeah. that we couldn't figure out. That might be an eye. <laughs> it might be a crocheted vagina. No one knows.
0: Um. So, yeah, that. And then, like, the f- fluffy skirt. But
1: also glittery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's made of, and I don't know if I want to know, but I'm curious.
0: And then they, and you know that they they like it doesn't seem like Willow's been wearing this kind of stuff for the past um, few episodes for this part of the season, but they had to bring it back to contrast yeah. <laughs> just how different Vampire Willow is from Willow. Yeah. Um, she also just. Has a purse that is made out of the same material. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it's like it was probably a a package deal
1: of that awful yarn that, like, is actually just like a thread, but then like it's just pure fluff, but like stretchy nylon fluff that's awful. It it.
0: was on. It was on sale at Penny's. Absolutely (laughs) on sale at Penny's. (laughs) But but the, the, the I don't even think she got it at Penny. I think she got it at like the Goodwill.
1: See, no. Here's the thing. Here's okay. what I think about Willow. She's not even cool enough to get stuff from the goodwill. She goes out and buys this ugly shit. <laughs> <laughs> Full price. It's brand new.
0: Willow's mom well, goes yes. out.
1: <laughs> yes, that is more accurate. <laughs>
0: uh, she has seen the um... softer side of Sears. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Oz. Um... Uh, Willow is kind of wondering where Oz has been. He said that uh, Dingo's Ate My Baby had a gig um, uh, Sunday night and Willow's like, oh, well, why didn't you tell me? And he said, oh, well, I didn't see you as one to want uh, to miss school. So you think I'm and, boring? That's uh, the obvious conclusion.
1: I don't know Oz, why you get just surprised
0: by this. Oz counters with a line that I wish I had had in some of my relationships. Uh, he, and he says, that's a radical interpretation of the text. I, Grace and I both just, like, choked on our drinks because you said some of my relationships, but I think we both knew which one you were talking about. You'd, you'd be surprised. Okay, I mean, there okay. is an obvious one, but, but obviously... But
1: like, 90% of these in, uh, uh, incidents with, with the one we're thinking about?
0: Obviously, the uh, person will not be named. Um... <laughs> What's the the Fargo uh, thing? It's like, um... The names... Out of respect for the victims... Or no, like, the names of the survivors have been changed, but out of respect for the victims, everything else has been told exactly as it happened. But, uh... But, yeah, so... Willow feels a little uncertain about... just her overall status in in people's eyes. So, she, um decides to like she sees percy the guy she's supposed to be tutoring and uh and he's basically just like oh yeah you know snyder said you do it for me and she's like but no and he's like and then he just walks away (laughs) and should have shot a pencil right uh, like
1: right between his shoulder blades
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and willow is just she's about to eat a banana (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because she does not want to wait for symbol lunch. a of
1: rebellion. <laughs> so,
0: real quick, I I want to talk about this line that's here in the Buffy wiki because it I think it's wrong. It says Buffy and Xander picked the wrong moment to ask Willow if she recorded a TV show for them the other night. But weren't they asking if she had, like, they could, like, use her notes or something?
1: I think I wasn't listening super closely at that point because xander was on screen (laughs) and i was distracted by willow's banana
0: wow that you could write a whole thesis on that sentence i was distracted by willow's banana you could you could if you like i
1: will and you can publish it um
0: i do recall the um them mentioning recording. No, I, I couldn't I, exactly I tell... I what
1: it was, because I heard the word biography, so I think probably she was supposed to record, uh, like, a biopic.
0: See, I thought they said biology, so I was wondering if she, like, was recording, Maybe. like, the class.
1: Listeners, <laughs> please, someone contact Booze and Buffy... However, you do that and tell us what the answer is because we're too fucking lazy to go back and watch that scene again.
0: We're very good at our jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Listen, this is an this unpaid internship your at turn, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Willow says, Yeah, I did record whatever, and um. <laughs>
1: No, wait, wait. And, uh, Guys, we can fix it in post. Willow says, Yes, <laughs> I did record. <laughs> Just fill that in later. That's here. fucking perfect.
0: That's fucking brilliant, Grace. <laughs> 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 yes, I did record that, bile. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, so this leads to uh, Xander being like, yay! And Buffy saying, what did I tell you? Old reliable. And that's when. And Willow's not a fan of being called that, which leads to Xander just really swinging and missing on all of his pop culture references. It's
1: like a, a dumpster on fire rolling downhill <laughs> towards another flaming trash pile. That's what Xander then, uh, is at all times.
0: Yeah, and Willow's just trying to storm away, and she is <laughs> oh. she is ready to eat this banana lunchtime. Be damned! Lunchtime. Be <laughs> damned! I which so that's really funny because I actually had that as a Facebook status many years ago, <laughs> and it and it comes up every now and again on like the on this day feature, uh-huh. and every time I see it, I always forget where it's from. I'm like, man, that's really funny. Should I look it up? <laughs> nah, I'm too lazy. But, so uh, periodically, your Facebook just tells you, like, seven years ago, you said, lunchtime be damned. And you're just like... I'm eating this <laughs> banana now. Lunchtime be damned. Interesting. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it basically, like... It basically just tells you everything that doesn't have a... Uh, that doesn't have, like... That somebody else doesn't tag you in in it, so... I wish that those Facebook, like, on this day... Or like when you make a Facebook status that's I wish there was a thing that pops up that says like this is kind of vague do you want to provide extra context for you in seven years
1: see I think it's better not to because then you get to speculate about what the context actually
0: was yeah like looking back and seeing like oh yeah I was funny (laughs) or oh yeah I was horribly depressed yeah I was gonna say like
1: (laughs) that's never the way it goes for me I'm like oh wait no I remember that context. That was not a good context.
0: There was one I've had one time that was just like um it was like Harrison Kaufman is, because you know, when it used to be Right For Like is falling in love. Oh my Question. god. <laughs> I hate you. I, I hate you so much. I did the math and it was like my junior year of high school and I was like, <gasps> with who? What? I don't know. I don't
1: fucking know, man. We have to uh, figure Harrison, it out. it's
0: with whom.
1: Yeah, also that.
0: Sorry. You
1: need a book of words.
0: Should we just gift each other a book of words? We
1: should probably just get one that we share communally.
0: Okay. That, and then, like, we can all hold it up in a picture, and that'll be the cover photo for Booze and Buffy. <laughs> words! That seems like the weirdest, like, indie album cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh but um yeah so as willow is storming off and buffy tries to uh go after her but willow says no i'm storming off you're kind of ruining the effect yeah get your if, shit uh, together buffy but yeah. you know
1: what good for willow because she set a boundary she told her friend what she needed in that moment yeah she ma- she made her needs known that and was buffy a respected forward. that she did she did Aww. fuck Xander <laughs>
0: <Damn>. <laughs> this leads to uh, this leads to Willow uh, being called out by Anya and she's like hey you know I need your help with something uh, I don't know it's the uh, little thing a uh, little spell I love how when Anya <laughs> asks Willow for help initially Willow's immediate reaction is fucking hell you too I don't know if I <laughs> fucking know you and then when she says it's a spell Willow's like ooh <laughs> a spell <laughs> Um, yeah, that Russell's or Jimmy's, real quick. What'd you say? Uh, what? I said that Russell's or Jimmy's, real quick. Uh, what's that? What? <laughs>
1: Excuse me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard that saying before. Really? No. Okay. No. I've, have you I, ever I'm,
1: heard anyone use that saying before, Jason? Uh,
0: Yeah, and I'm realizing just how much more time I spend on the internet than you guys do. Oh,
1: I. Mm, I'm not sure about that. You know what?
0: I just <laughs> looked up Russell's, and Russell's my jimmies is...
1: You just looked it, up the word Russell's in that pocket? Well, I started to. Okay. Then, <laughs> so, okay.
0: Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. It's I real, can't believe you guys wow. thought I was making shit up. <laughs> Aren't jimmies like sprinkles in like the Northeast? Like ice cream sprinkles? Isn't that what they call them? I mean...
1: Really? Why? I don't know. Yeah. That's a dumb name for sprinkles, the Northeast. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll be honest. I'm, like, almost to the end of my drink, and I am being surprisingly aggressive. This is not typical for me. Sorry.
0: Yeah, so far you've already threatened both of us and the Northeast portion of America. (laughs) She's gone full vampire willow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So... Uh, decide to do this. Um, decide to do this spell, which involves uh, magic sand, enchanted sand, and uh, and, and also and a hand holding. Yes, Let's not forget that dra-
1: it's very important and, to the magic.
0: And, and a drawing really of dis- the necklace on a plate. <laughs> Willow is really disappointed to find that this won't be dangerous um, until it is dangerous. <laughs> And, um, as they're performing the spell, they aren't able to do it, um, in its entirety because, uh, Willow starts to see flashes of the alternate reality that was created in The Wish, which is where, um, Anya's trying to pull her, uh, necklace from. And, uh, this causes her to, um, the sand which was supposed to fall onto the plate instead falls onto Willow's hand. And, uh, she's like, whoa, whoa, no, this is, this is... So much darker than I thought it would gonna than I thought it was gonna be. And she's like, I really need that necklace. She's like, well why don't you try looking in your sofa in hell <laughs> So maybe I'm stupid. Yes. Yeah But I'm actually just
1: <laughs> Oh sorry, there was more
0: <laughs> I literally just in this second realized that that's why that Willow I, I never connected that Willow spilled the sand on herself. And that's why it brought Vampire Willow into the rea- their reality. Wow, Harrison, Hi. you're really good at Buffy. Hey,
1: Jason, uh. shut up because I also <laughs> did not realize that until this very moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I always just was like, yeah, magic. Like, yeah, like never really. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, totally. But Willow decides to storm away. With um, making sure that she takes her chicken feet. I believe these chicken feet are mine. And they were. <laughs> <laughs> because um, honestly, if they but...
1: actually weren't, Willow would not have taken them. They were definitely <laughs> her chicken
0: feet. <laughs> <themselves. laughs> but uh, so these, as as Harrison and Grace just discovered, the sand <laughs> falling onto Willow's hands... Her sand hands um, causes the causes vampire Willow from the reality just before she gets impaled on that uh, on that giant piece of wood get transported into <laughs> our world.
1: I'm sorry, Jason. We were both gonna be quiet, but then we made eye contact and it didn't work anymore.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm being left out of so many things. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Vampire Willow is not impaled by a giant piece of wood. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Spoiler alert for an episode that we already did. <laughs> oh, but uh, Vampire Willow finds herself um, in the uh, basement of the of the bronze or no is it it says in an abandoned warehouse but i thought that she showed up where they were keeping angel captive um no it would have been at the factory because that's where they were doing the um because buffy found angel at the bronze and then he took her to the factory gotcha but, but it's but yeah. still it's in a generic abandoned uh, area. So um, Vampire Willow is just kind of walking through Sunnydale, wondering why there's so many damn humans all happy in the streets, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> Some old lady comes up to her to like, I don't ask her a question or something, and she just like snarls at her, and the old lady yeah. kind of like does this bit where she like. She's like, oh, and then, like, walks in, like, four different directions in (laughs) shock before, like, finally picking one. Uh, I'm a big fan of that old lady.
1: I'd watch a spinoff that featured her.
0: She'd be in the good spinoff?
1: Obviously. At some point in the future, I assume. We'll talk about the good spinoff. We well, I give.
0: have I have talked about the good spin-off without being specific right. about who's in the you good spin Really spin-off.
1: really can't give any details yeah. about who's in the good spin-off. But the bad spin-off we can be upfront about. Yeah,
0: it's Buffy's dad.
1: Because it's about Buffy's dad. Yeah,
0: it's it's like the show The Good Place. It's like, oh, there's some people in the good spin-off and the bad spinoff. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is the bad spinoff. <laughs> That's the twist. Wow, Harrison, you know, some people may not have actually seen that show. Well, some people had four years to get caught up.
1: (laughs) Says the man, creating a Buffy podcast, (laughs) in which he refuses to spoil future episodes, even though it's been off air for like 20 years. Yo mama. What does she have to do with this?
0: She's kind.
1: She is. She also doesn't know anything about Buffy, except that Sarah Michelle Gellar, she thinks, looks like one of my cousins. Oh. That is the Could that is be the on only the good opinion spin-off? that I have ever heard her express about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hmm.
0: Can your can your mom be on the good spinoff?
1: I mean, I guess <laughs> we'd obviously have to get her consent first, but I don't know why she wouldn't want to be.
0: <laughs> Draw up that contract. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vampire Willow walks into the Bronze, and uh, that douchebag Percy. Um, <laughs> That's just not a really great name for a fictional character. I'm <laughs> um,
1: see when you when you say that, like this guy was so um, forgettable that I'm picturing like three other fictional Percys every time you say it. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, I but... love Percy because he does appear in a couple other episodes. Um, he's not important, but basically his, like, reverence for Willow continues at the get past this, so it's always him, like, really kind to her, but, like, also walking on eggshells around her. Um, and I really love that. It's, it's fun. Yeah, um, but yeah, Percy comes up to her and is like, oh, are you, are you not finishing my paper? And so she just, like, beats the shit out of him uh, <laughs> which i mean i i don't blame her for it. there's a really sky had it coming it was very satisfying to watch there is an awkward transition here where it's obvious they need to get xander into this scene but the way they do it is him just like popping up into a group of guys and being like, What's going on? Is there a fight? Oh, hey, no, buddy. It, it's is there something uh, funny happening? It's, C- can
1: I be part of it's the It's just like
0: in the Zeppo when he's trying to play football with those guys. It's like, Why are you doing this, Xander? I, it is. I, you don't belong here.
1: <laughs> yeah, Xander. You don't belong on my screen.
0: <laughs>
1: Get off. Stop talking. No one asked
0: you. <laughs> um. Xander breaks up this fight, and um, uh, Willow comes up uh, to him. Oh, actually, first Willow, vampire Willow, tries to like, like fondle Xander. And, yep, and he goes. This is verging on like naughty touching, well past the point of verging. <laughs> Who's like, hands in different places. <laughs> um, then Buffy arrives, and I know Grace has something she really needs to talk about about Buffy in, <laughs> in this scene.
1: I don't mean I don't know if I need to, but it's just, like, Buffy is wearing a very professional 90s ladies kind of coat, overcoat. Like, she's clearly wearing Joyce's clothes. She stole this <laughs> from her mother. There are shoulder pads <laughs> happening. There have to be
0: oh that reminds me uh back in that scene where uh, buffy was calling willow old reliable she was wearing these sunglasses that aged her like oh, 10 yeah. years yes. like she looked like she was 35 years old with those <laughs> things on <laughs> oh. speaking of people she who looked, looked like, like they were 35 i can't wait to talk about cordelia oh my god <laughs> She looked like she looked like um, the mom in the Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. I thought you were gonna say she looked like the mom in Honey I Shrunk the Kids because that was Christine Sutherland. She's one of the moms.
1: I hate you both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I posited as we were watching the episode.
1: This is a very like. Complex and like sort of beautiful theory. Thank you. I very I very much appreciate it.
0: Um, Buffy is overcompensating for uh, her misadventures with Faith and really trying to separate herself from Faith the Bad Slayer. So she's um, she's yeah she's stealing Joyce's clothes. She's dressing a little <laughs> more disturbingly. She doesn't want to be bad, so she starts stealing. <laughs> She borrows Joyce's coat with permission Presumably <laughs> It's really on us that we just Jump straight to she stole that coat I
1: mean are we wrong Though
0: <laughs> But yeah um, Yeah so like Buffy and Xander are trying to like figure out what the Hell's going on with, Will- with Willow And then um, She starts walking away And Xander's like I don't think I like your new attitude like he's her fucking father. God damn it.
1: Fuck you, dude. You don't get to have an opinion. Her attitude is her own.
0: (laughs) And she turns around and uh, much like the old lady snarls at at, at, uh, Buffy and Xander and they're like, oh my god. And this leads to probably the best sequence in the whole damn episode. (laughs) When they go they go to the library and they tell they tell giles that um actually before this uh the i forgot about the mayor's two cronies his vampire cronies there are trying to uh uh they think vampire willow is just regular willow and uh she beats the shit out of them because that's what vampire willow does and uh she basically makes them work for her. I love this bit where she's like, "Who do you work for?" and breaks his finger and he's like, "The mayor." And she's like, "Who do you work for?" breaks a second finger and she's he's like, Ew. "You." <laughs> but I would not want a minion who cracks that easy. That's true. Like that 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 dude was a little bitch. <laughs> wow. I f- I
1: feel like Vampire Willow was probably aware of that, but he was there sure. She needed to break into this industry. <laughs> Somehow. You know, you gotta start somewhere. That's
0: true. This was her sometimes, unpaid internship. <laughs>
1: sometimes you gotta start with a little bitch to go big places.
0: I just want to go on the record saying that I don't support the use of this terminology at all. <laughs> wow, Jason's a feminist. <laughs> shut up bitch <laughs> <laughs> so anyway now Buffy and Xander go to the library they tell Giles that oh Willow's a vampire and so the three of them sit there so sad. and Giles says yeah it's sad Giles says she was the best of us and, and Xander says better than me and Giles says much much better <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god I mean there's not much you can say about yeah. that because yes no
0: no, it's true <laughs> um, Buffy blames herself um, she thinks because she called Willow unreliable er, <laughs> old reliable it's
1: because I called her reliable
0: <laughs> she went out and got herself bit and this is when the, the real Willow I guess that's not fair the other Willow is real Willow Prime. Willow Prime. This is when Willow Prime uh, comes in.
1: (laughs) I think now we need to take a moment to talk about the outfit that she's wearing, because by this point, she is in (laughs) the outfit.
0: The outfit. Take it away, Grace.
1: just... Okay, so still so fluffy. Um, And also, throughout this whole episode, she's been in, like, warm colors, like pinks and reds even when the pinks and reds don't match each other. <laughs> That's what she's been in. So she's got, I'll start with the skirt because there's less to talk about. <laughs> like, this kind of like pink, is it a floral print? Who knows? It's got something on it. It's <laughs> like little mini skirt happening over these pale pink tights and white shoes, which is a thing all in itself, but we'll leave that alone. Because the piece de resistance is the sweater. And I don't even quite know what to say about it. Because first of all, it's fluffy and pink. Sure, okay. It's got this, I don't know what it is. There's some kind of square (laughs) thing in the middle, like right on her chest. And I don't know what the design is, but it's there. It doesn't look like anything else on the sweater but it's there. And then um, all of these sort of like random little smiley face patches that are just, they're not symmetrically placed. They're just sort of randomized wherever. Two large butterfly <laughs> patches, just like sitting right over her abdomen. And the truly, I think the best part of the whole outfit that really makes it, it's just like this collar, like border of <laughs> fake daisies. Just, I don't. Just why?
0: I love the, no. I love that they bring this out. They bring out the big guns because <laughs> vampire, vampire Willow is going to have to wear this later in the episode, and it really so does they're like, like, "We gotta." What is the truly most horrendous thing we can? What is some Willow
1: that we could make Willow? And I here's what I want. I want an interview with the costumer. <laughs> Who made that (laughs) costume.
0: I bet you can find them on Twitter. I bet it's probably not that hard.
1: I want to know what that whole process was. (laughs)
0: Maybe we could get them to guests on uh, Booze and Buffy. I I am really down to tracking down this person responsible for this sweater.
1: (laughs) If nothing else, just to thank them. Yeah.
0: It is my favorite Willow article of clothing. Mm -hmm. Even more... Than the purple. Than bucket the purple hat. hat? Even wow. more than the purple hat, I think. Whoa. I was something. Like the hat. The thing about the hat is, it's like it's really '90s, but it's still really cute. This is like, just it, like, it's,
1: it, the hat is excusable as a side effect of the '90s. Yeah,
0: there is no excuse <laughs> for what Willow was wearing <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> this is just like what is this Frankenstein's monster of a sweater? <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's like Rainbow bright and My Little Pony got into a massive wreck on an interstate. (laughs) It does look fucking comfortable. Uh, Because it's a little too big, and I love a sweater that's just a little too big.
1: Learning a lot about you today. (laughs) It's just nice to,
0: like, cozy up in it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... uh, Everybody sees that she's not a vampire... And, uh, <laughs> and they all are so happy, and they hug her, and, and it's forget beautiful. forget
1: all sense of personal space.
0: So, let's just play-by-play play this. So, Willow comes in. She sees that they're all distressed, and she's like, what's wrong? Who died? And then she's like, oh, yeah. God. Who died? <laughs> who died? <laughs> then Xander comes at her with a cross, And she's obviously not a vampire, so she's just like, what the fuck? And they're like, you're alive. And she's like, yeah.
1: Aren't I normally?
0: Buffy, like, (laughs) grabs her in a hug. Xander joins in. She kind of pushes them off. And then she's like, Giles, what's going on? Giles envelops her, which is actually my favorite part. That's very... Oh, yeah. My,
1: My favorite part of the scene comes right after that. And it's the sound that Willow makes when <laughs> Giles hunts her. Which is this kind of...
0: <laughs> so, but no, like it, it's funny because we often talk about the relationship between uh, Buffy and Giles. But um, we don't get as many moments to celebrate the relationship that uh, Giles has with Willow. And it's a sweet And one. Mm-hmm. it is. And like we we don't care what relationship uh, he has with Xander because I don't even think Giles cares what relationship <laughs> he has with Xander. Um, uh, so Willow says, "Say you guys didn't do a bunch of drugs, did you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think my favorite line in this is they're like, "You were a vampire," and Willow is so offended by this statement. <laughs> I'm not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And. It's like that community episode when nobody wants to say that they were bitten by a zombie because <laughs> they think they're special. <laughs> I got bit 10 minutes ago and I'm <laughs> um. Nobody is special! And then they are like, look to Giles to be like, what the fuck is happening? And Giles is like, well, it's clear. Something, something very strange is going on. And Xander has. I have to admit, this is a funny fucking line. Yeah, okay, where he's fine. like, "Can you believe the Watchers Council let this guy go?" <laughs> um, every, every, even a blind squirrel finds an acorn.
1: <laughs> every once in a while, yeah. Nice.
0: Oh gosh! So that is everything that happens in that scene. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, so uh, back at the bronze. Um, uh, Anya is really trying to get a beer at the bar because she's just had a bad day <laughs> and she's like I'm 1120 years old the bartender's like ID He's like, give me a coke poor Anya <laughs> I love Anya? I love Emma Caulfield so much um, like no I love Anya but I also just love Emma Caulfield she's, she's like she's yeah she's just wonderful she's good um, if you all haven't ever checked this out you should check out um, bandwagon it's uh, like a web series that she created um, after she uh, a- after she did Buffy and she's like playing herself trying to um, like get her own TV show like up and running and it's very funny it's got like event um, uh, Nicole Brown is in a couple episodes of it speaking of community really. um, there there's two seasons the first one she did like right after Buffy and the second one was like she did in like 2011 2012 somewhere around there that's really fun also uh, she was in a really uh, adorable movie called timer <gasps> I love uh, that movie yeah. Yeah, I remember, um, I think the only reason I ended up watching it was because it was on Netflix and it had Emma Caulfield in it, and I ended up really enjoying it, and, uh, I actually tweeted at her, like, oh, yeah, I really love Timer, and she's like, oh, my gosh, thanks for watching it, was awesome, a, and I'm like, yeah, it's a super cool. sweet movie. <laughs> one of my, uh, one of my less strange Twitter interactions with, uh, celebrities, um. Well, and, now I just uh, have
1: so many questions. <laughs>
0: No, I told you guys about how, like, um, for the first, like, five or six months that I was on Twitter, Matthew McConaughey was following me. No. All right, all
1: right, all right.
0: <laughs> Did I? No, have I not told you all this? I don't this? think so. No, like, and I and I have no idea why. To this day, I still don't know why Matthew McConaughey was following me on Twitter, and at first I thought, oh, it's it's gotta be a fake account, but no, it had, like, it, it was a verified account it was actually matthew mcconaughey and he was following like maybe 300 people or something like that and i was one of them for some reason um and then like six months later nothing he was gone <laughs> um i don't know why matthew mcconaughey like wanted to know what was going on in my life for matthew six McConaughey, months but
1: because you clearly listened to this podcast <laughs> give us an answer <laughs> and why did you stop why did you stop
0: um i am followed the only like celebrity who follows me is um susan egan who is the voice of meg in hercules and <laughs> oh nice she's the original Belle on broadway and cool i it, it definitely was just like a I i followed her and then like an hour later <laughs> I just gotta follow back <laughs> um, so I, I maybe I think maybe she just follows back everyone who follows her but I was like that's cool though that's pretty fucking cool she's Negara yeah. Uh,
1: Negara uh, yeah but, um... all of the famous people follow me on Twitter uh, basically best friends with all of them over the internet I don't have it actually that's <laughs> a lie I do have a Twitter I have not logged into it in at least eight years <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, Angel <laughs> Angel shows up, um, and uh, he's looking for uh, Buffy. asks Oz where she is, and Oz kind of Oz and Angel kind of like they're kind of bros. Kind of brosy. I like it. I like. It. Yeah, I'm into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Oz is just kind of cool with everybody. I mean, he's even he's even friends with Xander, even after like all that horrible crap that went on between xander and willow i think it's so I mean, good for angel to have guy friends and it's not gonna be xander <laughs> i really i really hope that i really wish that there was a uh, there was a version of i love you man with uh, with uh, angel and oz i'd be down for that yeah i'd watch that um but yeah angel uh that's about the time that Vampire Willow shows up with all of her new vampire fuckboys. And, uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought of it in quite those terms yet, but I can't disagree with you. <laughs> um,
0: Angel, uh, at first, they're like, what the hell's going on? And uh, when they see, like, um... When they see, uh will vampire willow just like ready to go nuts on the crowd um angel gets the hell out of there to find people and he sees the like oh my god she's a vampire i gotta i gotta tell buffy and uh, we have this is a really small detail that i really like basically angel is willing to fight or not willow angel is willing to fight all these vampires on his own until willow comes in and oz just just says, get Buffy, and Angel doesn't argue, Angel doesn't doesn't say a word. He's gonna go get Buffy. Because um, Oz is his bro.
1: Well, and also and, uh, Willow. <laughs> Willow is also but his yeah, bro. And, Willow um, is definitely his yeah. bro.
0: And, uh, yeah, like uh, Willow basically gives an ultimatum to uh, everybody in the bronze, like, oh, play nice with us, and you get to live forever, but don't. And then she kills this girl. Hang on, hang name. on. Because
1: first she licks this girl's neck. And I feel yeah, like that's, that's true. important. I don't have anything else to say about it, but it is important. <laughs>
0: she kills Sandy. Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Look at her. She's not Sandra D. Not anymore. <laughs> not Anya <anymore. laughs> sees this as a way to be like, oh, I can get my amulet uh, back if I help out uh, Vampire Willow. So, yeah, good job Anya. Way to read that room. <laughs> and uh, I love this scene when Angel gets back, and he's actually almost on the verge of tears when he uh, when he's telling everybody that Willow's dead. And then they like all motion. He's like, "Oh hey Willow," and <laughs> he does a double take. I like that. It's a nice little detail because remember. One of the first people that Angelus threatened when, um, he turned evil was Willow. And, uh, like, kind of one of the more helpless of the Buffy, of the Scooby gang. Mm -hmm. And so to see, like, how hurt he is that Willow died, it's, I think it's a nice little detail. I think that Angel has, like, I think he's a little more protective of Willow than, um, everybody else, obviously excluding Buffy. Yeah,
1: well, and that's the thing about that whole scene, though, is that like, it's a fantastic comedic scene or all of these scenes where they think that Willow's dead and find out that she's not. But also, like, super tragic because they think that she's dead and is yeah. a vampire and that they're gonna have to do something about mm. that now. And, you know, with the history of this show, that is absolutely something that could could have happened yeah. and could have been like written for real canon on the show.
0: There's a lot of those little moments of heartbreak between the comedy. The one that always gets me is when they see Willow in the bronze the first time before they even realize she's a vampire. And Willow just looks at Buffy and just says, I don't like you, <laughs> which it's like, it's kind of funny, but also like putting yourself in Buffy's shoes I'd be like, yeah, the, la- the fuck? The last, also such a yeah, Willow last way time... to,
1: like, to go about that. Yeah. It's just, I don't like it. And that. the
0: last time that she had seen Willow was when she was storming off. Yeah. She was mid-storm off. <sighs> By the way, uh, mid-storm off is the name of my Bad Company cover band.
1: <laughs> Get out. You're not even in my house right uh, now. I'm not even I'm, there! I'd like to request you to please leave. <laughs>
0: Jason, I would like you to leave your house. (laughs) No, it's hot outside. I believe that. Yeah. Um, so, what happens now? So, uh, they're about to go... (laughs) Yeah, they're they're all about to go to the bronze, um, but Vampire Willow apparently, like, I, I believe, she probably followed Angel, and, uh... After, um... Well, Anya... After, uh, I would imagine Anya told them... Told her where to go. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and so then... Willow tries to fight off, uh... Vampire Willow. Which is, um... (laughs) And, uh... There's, like, a point when, um... Isn't there a point when, like, she does something... Like, really weird? Like, she... She, like, grabs her ass or something like that, or... I think that's later. Yeah, that's later. Oh, it is? Okay. She definitely licks her. Okay, that's what it is. She's all about... Vampire Will's all about the licking.
1: There are a lot of people having a lot of realizations (laughs) as uh, Willow licks them. Just saying.
0: There's... This is, like, puts a whole new spin on Buffalo Bill in silence of the lambs i'd fuck me <laughs> would you fuck me <laughs> I, I would fuck me <laughs> actually that's kind of like that's kind of something that i've seen show up a few times in in fiction in general it's like if you were if you met a double of yourself would you immediately try to have sex with them
1: no oh. i'm the worst
0: <laughs> So Grace's reaction is the opposite of mine because I was gonna go, yeah, I would. <laughs> That's um, like, um, there's this. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, there's this book. Um, I know I've recommended it to uh, both of you before, but uh, it's called Red Shirts. Yeah, I um, remember you talking me about that. Yeah, and like, uh, there is a moment when, um, this this guy meets a different version of himself, and. Uh, he's like he mentions how oddly attracted he is to them or he is to that other version and uh i don't know it's interesting like i i personally would not um do that uh mostly because of like not attracted sexually to men so so i think we're finding out which of the three of us is the narcissist
1: Uh, what do you mean finding out (laughs) Yeah, I was about I to mean, say that your listeners might be finding out just at this moment, but I'm pretty episode sure, one, man. Pretty sure Jason and I already had that figured out.
0: But but you know what, Harrison, I don't think that you're the only person who would take advantage of that situation. Thank you. I was thinking two examples. I was thinking of is one, um, uh, Mirror Kira in Deep Space Nine. Um, she was oh, yeah. so horny for her alternate self. <laughs> and also, in, this is a detail that did not make it into the film version of the Time Traveler's Wife, but there's references to when he's like a teenager, like he kind of experiments with when meeting like himself at other like teenagers. Oh yeah, I forgot about himself. that. Um, so yeah, anyway. So weird...
1: Yeah, how did we get there? Oh, Oh. no, it's the premise of this episode. Sorry, (laughs) never mind. It makes total sense that we ended up there.
0: (laughs) But, uh, yes, uh, Willow uh, ends up shooting uh, Vampire Willow with uh, Giles' tranquilizer gun, which, for the first time in a while, doesn't hit Giles or Oz. (laughs) To be
1: fair, (laughs) neither of them were in the room or anywhere near it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if Giles had been in the room, different story um but yeah so they lock her up in the library cage because it's so so powerful so strong and also that's uh, a
1: phrase <laughs> lock <laughs> no, her up in the library you cage do, You lock her up in the library cage sure
0: oh <laughs> uh, but uh yeah so you know at this point like and buffy brings up something like oh there's clearly like a difference between a demon version of somebody and a uh in the mortal version of somebody, and Angel's about to like say, um, actually, that's. And be, like, uh, they all look like, at like. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because Willow is upset because, uh, Vampire Willow is so evil and so skanky.
1: And also, maybe kind
0: of gay. <laughs> kind of gay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, um,. So, yeah, and, and Willow and Vampire Willow switch clothes.
1: Because uh, obviously, because hijinks. Why would she write this episode if that wasn't going to happen?
0: I think well. it's, I, I just, I think it's one of the best bits of acting that Allison Hannigan does, though. Um, in oh, when episode. she licks her own neck? Yes. Well, obviously. <laughs> but the way you've got, I mean, it's, Straight out of the orphan black playbook, it's you know you've got Willow and you've got Vampire Willow and then you've got Vampire Willow pretending to be Willow Prime and and vice versa, and those little nuances um, and like the way Willow carries herself in the leather outfit and you can tell she's uncomfortable in it, um, whereas Vampire Willow is just like fuck yeah, look at these tiggle bitties. Um Ooh, look at those. Uh, <laughs> um I mean, uh, hate that phrase. <laughs> that's why I said it. I've always been more of like a fan of like, you know, Yabos or something like that. Okay. <laughs> I like dirty pillows.
1: I d I don't
0: like <laughs> any
1: of those. <laughs> um Phrases, I mean <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so So, Cordelia uh, (laughs) comes to the library. Cordelia's been coming to the library a lot lately. (laughs) Yeah, like Cordelia has been visiting the library a lot. Mm -hmm. It it, it seems like almost every episode. And um, get those books. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's usually what she's going there for, for books. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the last couple of episodes, she, it was legitimate. She did need books. Uh, yeah, this week, almost all pretense is gone. But yeah, and then I mean, I'm sure there's a part of her that misses being part of the whole uh, the whole Buffy crew. I think so. Yeah, um, she's got to stop in and then make her barbed remarks, and uh, <laughs> it, it's it's so great when Cordelia gets there. Obviously, with Vampire Willow wearing the fuzzy pink sweater, um, she thinks like, oh, you're a, uh, oh, oh, it's just regular Willow. And the fuck else she's would like, like, how'd you that? get in the, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, how'd you get into the cage? She's like, I was looking at books. I like books. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm <that's> Shy. <laughs> and it looks like um, Cordelia's about to like open the cage door. And then she finally gets to talk to Willow about the whole Xander uh, thing. And it's so fucking good because Vampire Willow does not want any part of this. I love her line. She's like, it occurs to me, we haven't had a chance to talk woman to woman with you locked in a cage. <laughs> and then the cut where we it is established that Cordelia... Has not only found herself a chair and made herself comfortable, she's brewed herself a mug of tea. Yep. <laughs> she
1: has had the time.
0: She is going full Freud for this. Vampire yeah, Willow just looks so bored. Uh. I'm honestly surprised she doesn't say bored now with with this exchange. Did she say does she not say bored now? She does. When does she say it? She does, she yeah. Says it, I think with she Percy. says it when she beats the shit out of Percy. Oh, yes. Yes.
1: And then she throws him on the pool table.
0: Ah, thank goodness <laughs> for those pool tables. Um, but the... Uh, but yeah, so meanwhile, uh, Willow um, is going into the bronze, and before she goes in, she she makes some comments about the the vampire Willow outfits she's like oh it's it's so tight and oh look there those are (laughs) giles is very visibly uncomfortable uh yeah (laughs) um so the plan is they're gonna willow's gonna go inside maybe send a couple vampires out one at a time so they can pick them off until the numbers are a little more even and Willow's terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you know, I think I heard something out there. Do you like to go check on it? Or just when
0: they open the door, and she's like, hi, it's me again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do love that she signals and, uh, to Oz that it's her with the little little wave.
1: I don't know that it was so much a signal to Oz as it was just Willow being like, oh, hey.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Oh, and her... S- her signal to let um, everybody else know that she's uh, in trouble is just her screaming. Yeah. Um, when Anya confronts her and like is like, where's the other Willow? Willow basically is just like, I killed her because... And then she has a really cathartic moment. And a drink her blood. <laughs> I killed her because she was so weak and did everything anyone told her to do, no matter what. And so back to the other psychoanalysis um uh, uh, vampire willow basically just ends up saying cordelia i promise i will never steal your boyfriend again she's like as if you could <laughs> and uh so cordelia finally lets her out and then like uh vampire willow is just ready to eat her yeah she is whoa
1: <laughs> what it's a nice dress
0: and uh, yeah, Cordelia. <laughs> um, she, uh, yeah, it is really nice. Like, why is she wearing that in school? We uh, know
1: exactly why she's wearing. Because Wesley. In <laughs> Cause she actually, that's true. Library, because she's like, yeah,
0: she, she's like, is like, I think one of the first names she says is Wesley. Yeah. She's trying to be really um, cool about it. She's like, she's, hey, anyone? Wesley. She, she starts
1: chill. She's like, anybody there, Giles? Wesley. <laughs> Wesley. <laughs>
0: Speaking of Wesley, guess who decides to show up when Vampire Willow has Cordelia cornered? Good old Wesley. Oh, I thought you were gonna and, say uh, Spike. Yeah, because he was in this episode, <laughs> lurking. Why are you? Why are you so bad? Oh.
1: was that was that addressed towards Harrison or towards Spike? <laughs>
0: uh, Harrison.
1: right that's fair
0: (laughs) i'm just just kidding harrison you harrison you know you're my special guy (laughs) all right
1: um you want me to to leave you alone with your microphone and your phone for for a moment oh i hate you oh you're
0: the worst i made a sexually (laughs) aggressive face
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh jason pray tell what is, uh, what kind of uh, band would use sexually aggressive face as the name of it? I was category.
0: actually going to say that that's like the title of Harrison's autobiography. <laughs> I
1: know. I, yep. Actually, I use this
0: sexually aggressive face. I've decided that the title of my, uh, my biography is, Sorry I Said Your Baby Is Ugly <laughs> and Other Lies. <laughs> and by the way, the lie was sorry, not that the baby was ugly. Was that also part of the byline, or was that? Just it wasn't, but now it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah. <laughs> as you as as Grace mentioned before, the uh, the like he gets Wesley scares um, or scares or like just bores vampire Willow away. Um, but can we take a and, moment to uh,
1: appreciate Wesley's sound effects? Because it's not just that he pulls out a, a crucifix and a little holy water, he also does a...
0: (laughs) I also... My favorite sound effect is when, after Vampire Willow leaves, Cordelia, like, touches his shoulder, and he shrieks. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, So, Wesley's gone from being terrible at what he does to almost being... ...somewhat adequate at what he does. Mm-hmm. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. A small one. A tiptoe. Not completely terrible at what he does. How about that? Um, so, uh, yeah, and at this point... Um, Anya is pretty much... Anya's onto Willow's act. Uh, C-minus. Shut I mean, up! Honestly,
1: like, the amount of effort you put into that was just not worth it. Like
0: you gotta commit to the bit Grace. But that
1: wasn't a bit worth committing to
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I am just gonna leave for a little bit. Bye <laughs> hey, bye. Have fun with the rest of the episode. Hello, I'll be back won. in like my plan to replace I'll be...
1: one of the hosts of <laughs> <Losing> Buppy <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes <laughs> My grandmaster plan has been successful. You'll be hearing a lot more of me from now on, as I've convinced Jason to quit this job.
0: And she doesn't mean this. She, Jason just quit his job.
1: Oh yeah.
0: What am I gonna do about you all?
1: I, I don't know what, what. What are you gonna do about us? Now I'm worried. I'll
0: tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you what. Will is gonna do. She's gonna say, "If I were human, could I do this?" and then screams.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. That's a
0: thing that humans do. And yes, this is a cool fight scene, I'm not gonna lie, but I think one of my favorite parts of it might just be Willow socking Anya in oh, the face. Oh, definitely. And even though I love Anya, just like She deserves The it. one aggressive act that Willow does in this episode and, and then she's like, ow, ow, <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> um but uh vampire willow does make it back um and uh she is about to uh like she starts like basically just choking uh regular yeah, willow does. willow prime I'm
1: sorry you wow. know what? before we even started this i kind of promised myself that i wouldn't go there <laughs> but i did i'm kind of there you go myself. sorry
0: hey no shame
1: I mean, who am I to kink shame Willow with with Willow?
0: (laughs) Everybody's got their kinks. And we can't judge them on that. For the most part. Sometimes you can. (laughs) It depends. Yeah. Um, And uh, Buffy sees what's happening and she's about to stake Vampire Willow. But Willow stops her. And she can't bring herself to see herself get killed i mean fair that makes total probably sense really healthy <laughs> i also would yeah that would that buffy is further along in her staking uh when willow tells her to stop then um faith was faith was when she happened. killed a finch yeah. <laughs> um so there's a really cool visual parallel there and just another kind of example of Buffy being a little more disciplined, a lot more disciplined than, than Fade. Yeah. But, uh, they eventually convince Anya or they force Anya to help them, uh, with a spell that, um, and before, uh, vampire Willow is returned. She does like, uh, Willow does hug her and then vampire Willow just like starts hugging her back and then grabs her ass. And, you know uh, we don't
1: really see. We assume it's her ass. Oh
0: wow! <laughs> I mean, whoa!
1: That's Ooh. usually
0: my job, Grace, to say the really nasty shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Grace just gets in the driver's seat when uh when she's on here, <laughs> and I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, of course, uh, she's returned right back to when she was uh, when she disappeared from, which is right before she gets staked. <laughs> And we get a great shot of her going "Oh!" before turning to dust. Clearly
1: about to say "Fiddlesticks."
0: Yeah, famously. At this point, Willow's almost a little like con- uh, resigned to returning to her own ways of just, you know, not not rocking the boat or anything. And uh, but then Percy shows up, and he's like, uh, "Oh." So yeah, I um I did outlines on uh, both President Roosevelt's because, hey, there are two of I them. I didn't know which one I was assigned. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I also uh, made the bibliography. And then he, like, gives her an apple. <laughs> yes. The apple is such a great comic, like, punchline. That was yes. a really good way of saying that I thought that was funny. <laughs> and so then she... So then she decides to like, oh, you know what, let Buffy, let's go out, <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That's uh, that's doppelgangland, yeah. but if it was uh, if it was up to Vampire Willow, it'd be doppelbangland. See, that was good. That
1: that was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a minus. If any if anybody, I don't want to do it, but if anybody listening wants to Google that doppelbangland and see if it's been made. Just you know, drop us a line. We're just curious.
0: All right, I'm gonna do I'm it. it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it it's, it literally just shows me results for Doppelgangland. It thinks I spelled it wrong.
1: Well, that's disappointing.
0: <laughs> so sorry. No, I got I got nothing. Yeah. Well, Internet well, I guess I know the name of the. Oh
1: man. Though. Yeah, I know the name of the adult
0: film that we need to make.
1: Because I'm sorry though, but that's de- that definitely exists somewhere on AO3.
0: What's Ao3? What is
1: that, dude? What? Archive of Our Own. It's where all the fan fiction lives. Oh,
0: uh, okay. I, I say all. There's also <laughs> like
1: fanfic.net, but I don't. I was gonna say I think
0: that's yeah. They don't read See. that. They're...
1: Ao3 is better. There
0: are also a couple of other places that um like specifically curate to the naughty stuff. But yeah, uh, Archive of Our Own is the big one.
1: It's also is just let me go on a tangent here. Archive of Our Own is also just a very cool project because they also like. In the past and continue to advocate for people's right to like create fan work without being sued, mm. um, and have worked to create this kind yeah, of fair kind use. Of safe They're all about fair for use for people to um, put their own like spin on things. When, especially like in the early days of fan fiction, when a lot of people were getting um, like lawsuits laid on them.
0: This is sounding familiar. I think you've told me about this before. Probably. But yeah, Dockwell Gangland. Right. Um, a bit of music. Uh the song playing when Vampire Willow goes to the uh uh the bronze for the first time is Kay's Choice, Virgin State of Mind. Um I was <laughs> really like That song was really cool. I love that song. I it's always one that stands out when I'm thinking about like Buffy music. Um I've not, you know, I've not actually looked for that band, like any of their other music. I might check that out, because I really like that song. Go ahead and use Spotify. Spotify. I I use Amazon Music, but...
1: Spotify is better.
0: So, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, Jason, final thoughts? Yes. Um, This episode's really good. It, uh... (laughs) This good. (laughs)
1: It's so good. I got things to say about it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason. Like I said, I'm being very aggressive today. She's, she's and I really apologize. Been bullied. Yeah, that. yeah. Please, please no, I, I noticed. Please tell watch us out. Your watch
0: thoughts. out, northeastern United States. Let
1: me, uh, <laughs> oh, let me hold space but, for your thoughts and feelings about this episode. Uh, Go ahead.
0: No, it's it, it's it's really great comedy. Um, I love. Uh, and it's it's another one of those breaks because it's about to get pretty dark. And um, honestly, the wish itself was pretty dark of mm-hmm. an episode. So the fact that they're able to take um, stuff from that episode, both Anya and uh, Vampire Willow, and just have like an absolutely great time with it. Um, and yeah, I said at the top of the episode... And I'll say it now, Allison Hannigan, I mean, top of her game. This is fantastic. Um, I will give it uh, I'll give it four and a half uh, poorly chosen sweaters (laughs) (laughs) out of five. Grace, your final thoughts? Uh,
1: Yeah, no, this episode is super fun. Um, I like it a lot. I'm glad that we got to see Bad Willow again um, and that she got to interact with Willow Prime. We <laughs> will choose those words carefully. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I would think similar to Jason, I would also give it four to almost five. Um, bananas of rebellion.
0: Bananas of rebellion. <laughs> um, Ooh, that's the name of my Velvet Underground band. <laughs> yeah, this is. Um, I, I love this episode. I honestly. It's really fucking funny. Um, Yeah. But it has, like, those brief moments of seriousness land really well between the jokes. Um, I think it's such a good episode of character development for Willow. Um, it, It could have been easy to make this just a funny episode, but they do take the time to make sure that Willow learns something from this experience. And I like that a lot um i this is this episode is occasionally in my top 10 um my of my top 10 favorite buffy episodes i have nine that are static that are always there and then like the 10th slot is typically what mood i'm in uh and sometimes that's doppelganger Land. this is a 5 out of 5 uh leather cat suits for me <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, let's talk drinking games real quick. Um, my drinking game for this week is, hmm, take a drink anytime Willow overreacts to something. (laughs) 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 Um, Jason, do you have a drinking game? Take a drink anytime uh, Percy shows up in the episode, and you forget his name. <laughs> Great. And Grace, what about you?
1: Oh man, um, this is probably a dangerous one. But take a drink anytime something gay happens. Mm-hmm. And hell yeah, I'm not just saying something gay between Bad Willow and someone else. Like just <laughs> there were some moments, as I know there always are, between Buffy and Faith
0: mm-hmm and yes the gay agenda sorry i i want to go back real quick because i just remembered this um because of gayness sure but we were talking about personal boundaries and that library scene and buffy is All even after the space. hug is like totally invading willow's space she is like <laughs> on top of her so just yeah
1: that also exists on Ao3.
0: Don't oh, that. <laughs> All right. Any anyone else have any final final things? Or I think I'm. I feel like we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, I'm ready to wrap it up. All right. Well, <clears throat> thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We will be back next week with enemies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I wonder who the enemies I'm be. Jason you can I'm Jason you can find me on Instagram at YamiJ 357 that's Y-A-M-I J-A-Y the number's three, five, and seven and on Twitter at just plain old YamiJ. I'm Harrison you can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman that's spelled three what the fuck <laughs> 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 that's spelled C O F F M A M. I literally was going to say that's spelled three O F F M A M. I don't. All right. Um, it's words. I think, <laughs> the book of words <laughs> is it's all numbers. I, th- I, I was thinking about the <laughs> J357 while I was like about to spell my own name. Uh, I also have a blog where I talk about horror films called horrorbyharrison.blogspot.com. Um, oh gosh, we're actually several weeks ahead of recording for like once, so I'm pretty sure uh, when this episode is released, I will have just, uh, posted my review of 28 Days Later. Ooh, that's a good I'm so excited to revisit it. I did Juwan yesterday, it was so good. Good old Danny Boyle.
1: I'm Grace. You cannot find me on the internet because I am a woman of mystery.
0: Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all.
0: You, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with all the awkward silences you could ever want. <laughs> At Booze and Buffy, that is, and the and is spelled out, A-N-D... Or you can email us at boozandbuffy at gmail.com. Again, the and is spelled out. If you remember what Willow was supposed to record, let us know. Um, Which she did record because she's old reliable. (laughs) She's old yeller. Or old faithful. One of the three. You can also find us on YouTube. We will release a short video with each episode where we will discuss spoilers that we can't talk about on the podcast. And also, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Each week, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week, we're highlighting Change Today, Change Tomorrow. This is an organization based here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, They serve the marginalized community, focusing especially on Louisville's West End, they have a ton of campaigns going on currently. Uh, my favorite one is called Feed the West, uh, which started recently uh, during some of the protest actions. One of the one of the only Krogers in the West End was closed down, so they now kind of uh, take donations and ferry donations, uh, ferry groceries rather to um, the West End of Louisville. Um, check them out at their website. It is change-today.org. You can, if you're in the area, you can volunteer with them or you can donate to one of their many worthy campaigns.
0: Very nice. Um, cool. So, for our typical sign out, let's mix it up. Hey, Jason, since you lost out your chance to talk about a nonprofit this week, <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you say Go Slay? And, Grace, you can All say. Right be gay, be gay. Yeah. all right uh from all of us here at booze and buffy to all of you sexy sexy people at home go slay
1: and be gay
0: the end <laughs> <laughs> Bye <Bye-bye. laughs> had to have that last word didn't you <laughs> buffy's doing crunches um